Welcome to the Unrefined Project. My name is Travis. This is my buddy David. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Well, not bad, not bad. How about yourself? Uh, aside from a little hangover from yesterday, yeah. I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. a little yeah. while last night. Yeah, that's all right. That's what the weekend's for. Yeah. Uh, we also have the puppy prodigy, aka Wolf of Wall Street, Mr. Peabody, on the boards this week. How are you, Mr. P? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Uh, Any say, exciting news from the weekend? Good, good week. Uh, saw some friends uh, I haven't seen in a while. Uh, good friends, uh, so that was uh, well well needed. That was pretty fun. Right on. All right. And I like what else you got better than friends? Well, and not much these days. So, uh, all right. So we are going to do a little bit of a rundown. I'm going to swing this over to Dave here to kind of get you all guys right. Up to so speed. I got some uh, I got some feedback from a buddy of mine. Said, hey, um, sometimes you get a little lost in what we're talking about. So I'd like to run down the show uh, a new way. Um, We'll go ahead and give you the topics we're going to be talking about during the week and uh, start off with, uh, obviously, we're going to jump a little bit on that Will Smith, Chris Rock bandwagon. Unfortunately, we're a week late. Um, Let's see. After that, we're going to go ahead and hit some news. All right. Some news that's been bothering me, um, how Biden is planning on uh, releasing about a million barrels a day from the Strategic Reserve, and that comes straight from Bloomberg. Uh, We'll run through that with some stats on that and... Is it really going to help? Um, next, we'll go through uh, the House-approved bill for legalizing pot. Will it go through? Will it not? Who dun, knows? Dun, dun. Um, after that, we're going to run into the Shanghai COVID lockdowns again. That that should be pretty interesting. And uh, we'll go through some new California laws that may or may not be being proposed or passed. Um, and then finally, for the day, we're going to shoot up to food prices going up at levels not seen in decades. And that comes from NPR. So before we get started, uh, we'd like to throw a new new little segment in here. It is called Taste of the Week. I don't know, um, anybody that's watched the show knows that every week we have a new bottle of uh, usually whiskey. Um, It may be different some weeks um, back here. Uh, We're going to try things we've never tried before. Uh, This week we've got Nika Days. It is a Japanese whiskey. It says smooth and delicate. So we'll go ahead and give that a try, um, see how that goes. And then um, here's the bottle right here. That's what it looks like. We'll let you know what we think, uh, if it's worth the money or not. I'm going to go ahead and pour some glasses right now. Yeah, so we're going to get into this a little bit. Um, you know, we uh, we differentiate a little bit on what we like to get down on, but we, we both enjoy whiskey. Um, I've been taking a little bit of a, a hiatus from drinking, actually. Um, I was on vacation. Not today. <laughs> I was on vacation a couple weeks ago uh, out of town, and... Um, you know, we were chilling in a place for a couple of days. We were going to be there, and a buddy of mine brought a bottle back. And, you know, it, uh, I drank a little more than I should have, and, you know, that happens from time to time. But, uh, you know, it was a, it was a little bit of a, an entanglement, uh, some people You know what's screwy? You know what I noticed? The older we've getting, or the older I get, the worse it is the next day. Oh, yeah. No, it was a... Man, I remember bouncing back in the 20s. You, you could drink all night. The next day, go to work at 6 a.m. No, there's... No, it's not happening now. Not, I was, not I, at all. I was basically a dead person the entire uh, the entire next day. Um, I'm sorry, wife, for that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we're, we're back, and we're trying a little bit of... All right, uh, let's, give this, let's so. give this a try. Cheers. So Anybody at home want to try it with us? Grab a bottle, drink. High and healthy. <laughs> It's a lot of dead space in the air mm. right there. Mm. Tastes more like a scotch. That's pretty good. 
dead space? What do you mean? We weren't. Nobody was talking. We were drinking. Oh. We could have done that our little ASMR right there. Yeah, right. Ah, uh, I don't know. Um, got a little kick to it. Yeah, finish is nice. It's uh, yeah. it's pretty scotch like. It's 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 not bad if you like uh, scotch. A little bit of smoke. It's not a bad a little, one to go with. Got yeah. a little uh, saturation there in the end. A little yep. burn. Right. I I I'd buy it again. All right, for sure. It'd be good to go with a nice nice heavyweight cigar on that one. Actually, yeah. Well, miss me with that. But uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, you know the uh, the problem with that uh, little little entanglement uh, was we actually had another entanglement um, this weekend. So as soon as we finished our last podcast, weapons of mass distraction, uh, the world dropped uh, a, a great example right into our laps. Uh, mere hours after we finished, I really don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Um, however, we have some differing opinions on what and why. So um, we're going to talk about our, our, our boy Will here for just a moment. Uh, and I think we can just probably roll into the first clip. Yeah, let's talk about it first. I, I say right, we talk right, about it first, right, you know. Okay. So th- there was news that came out that says he has resigned from the academy. Um, they were going to take action against him. What does that really mean for him? Nothing, right? I mean, he still gets to act in movies. He still gets to receive academy awards. The only difference is he can't vote on the academy. Who like he can't vote on the Oscars anymore. That's mm-hmm. really only the thing. The only thing he lost, other than his dignity and any self respect. You know, if there was any left after his wife, you know, destroyed him. I remember having someone send it to me and it was like, I I sent it to my wife and I just said, you know, this is exactly what Hollywood needed right now. Yeah. Oscars were in the tank. It's so convenient for it was, you know, at first to be down and at first you watch it and you're like, that looks like a wrestling move. Like it was a little fake looking, but then when he goes and sits down, that's real emotion coming out of him. When he's screaming. Yeah. When he's screaming out of him. I know they lie for a living, but that I believe that was real emotion coming out of that guy's mouth. He was pissed, and I think he was pissed because I personally think he meant he wanted to slap Jada, not Chris Rock. <laughs> Come on, man! Look, he's 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 embarrassed. His wife is is just he's destroyed him as a man. Um, that that's what I believe. You know, I I don't know their marriage. I know they have an open marriage. I know Jada's a little bit more. Open than uh, than than Will would be. <laughs> she's uh, but, uh, she's been around a long time. That would make anybody one. that would make anybody want to take some anger out. But he can't do it to her, right? I mean, he's not going to be the next OJ, or is he? I, I, who knows, right? I don't know. I th- honestly, I think these marriages are strategic moves. I don't think that a lot of these like relationships are based in actual love yeah. for you know. Um, well, it could be one sided for him, right? It could be he he. Probably he probably does love her, you know. I, I'm I'm assuming to stick around this long for that reason. She hasn't been in very many movies lately. She's not a great actress. Mm. You know what's what's in it for him? Loved her in the Matrix. For her, she gets she gets everything out of it, right? You know what I mean. So, um, my kid sent me a clip that I thought was hilarious. I don't know who made it. I thought it was hilarious. It was it's Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And for anybody that can't listen, I'll I'll give you a rundown after we play the clip. Go ahead. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that was pretty funny. All right, the rundown in, for audio listeners is uh, it's when Will Smith goes walks up to Chris Rock to go smack him. 
And as soon as he hits him, they got some ragdoll effect that just throws Chris Rock across the room. Yeah, you know, good. It's, it's good pretty CGI. fun. It's pretty funny. I'm sure you could find it on uh, Google, on the old Google machine. It's good CGI. But, you know, again, I think, I think it's just so convenient to be talking about, you know, distractions and then all of a sudden something like this oh, falls, yeah. falls in yeah. our lap. Okay, so, so not only do we have, like, the fact that these guys are, are, are longtime Hollywood elites, you know, they are... Um, well-established in the community. They've been in Hollywood for a long time, right? Like, who's to say somebody didn't just call up a few people and they're like, hey, you're the only one who knows about this, but you need to do this. We need, our, our, our ratings are trash. And, and we need to bring awareness to a certain uh, alopecia. Med- medical condition. Yeah, alopecia. That's one of our p- people are suffering from. And we just so happen. I'm bald too. I don't yeah, care. You're not bald because of alopecia, though. Prove it. No, I'm not proving it. You're not. You're not bald. Because I'm bald <laughs> in multiple places. I'm not oh. proving it. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm attempting. Sorry, to, that was not for the kids. I'm, I'm attempting <laughs> to connect the dots here a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so we'll just work with me here. So, who was the largest sponsor? Pfizer. What did they just come out with? They a just pill? came out with a new medication for alopecia. Yes, yes, we know. Come yes. on, man. It, it was pretty. It was pretty. You're like, hey, coincidental. Hey, we need to make this look good. Will, you've been in a lot of action movies. You know how to you know, a good looking punch. You you learned what was the movie? Uh, damn, what was I talking? I think about they would have gone oh, up oh. to. I think they would have gone up to Jada because they know. You know, Chris Rock knew what he was going to say. His right. He he didn't write that. A writer wrote that for him. Right. Allegedly. He allegedly, didn't he didn't write that. Um, and allegedly, he didn't know she had alopecia. But if they knew what was going on, they should have gone to Jada, not Will Smith. Because she has the ability to get under the skin and, you know, crank those screws in, right? Doubt. So. I, I have so much doubt. I don't know. That seemed thing. like a lot of, I mean, I've seen them in movies. That's. These are seasoned, you know, veterans in acting, dude. It could, it totally could be. He, I totally he, could be he, off the mark I mean, here. Look at that slap, yeah. bro. Look at that slap. That's, yeah. that's some, like, some pussy. Either way, <laughs> either way, Chris Rock took it like a fucking champ. He leaned into it. He thought he was going to say something to him, probably. You uh, know, I don't know. All right, so we have we have one more small little thing on this that we're just going to just focus on the subject real quick. Yeah, uh, clip, clip number two. Clip number two. Um, we have, and I have not seen this. This, this is an reason. older clip from Will Smith from years ago. The years only ago. reason that I that I wanted to throw this up because uh, you know I've seen all the other um, stuff, but anyway, clip two. When I was 15 years old, my first girlfriend cheated on me. Oh, and. I remember making a decision that nobody would ever cheat on me again. And the way I was going to do that is by being the biggest actor on earth. Emotional damage. <laughs> Bro. I mean, come on. Did, did it work? Did he even mean that when he said I, it? I don't know. Is an open marriage cheating? That's, that's that fine line, right? You know? I, I would say he was probably more... Uh, heartfelt and serious. So if it, then if it, yeah, I, I do. But if it if it was real and it wasn't a staged event, I think he was more. I think he was he would have slapped Jada if that was the person up there, right? Yeah. I, I, I think I don't think he was slapping Chris Rock. I was thinking I think he was slapping the idea of oh no a bad marriage, it, it problems in his marriage. You know whatever. That's that's their deal. But that's all the time I want to spend on this. That that's. Oh, no. It's been played they're, out all week, right? They're, they're learning about the bio labs and the Hunter Biden laptop's been verified. Quick, deploy the slap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know what? It totally could be. I, I don't know. Um, 
stuff like this doesn't usually come out. Do we ever find out if it's real or not? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Depends on how many people are involved. Depends on who opens their mouth. Any whistleblowers. But um, life is a stage. We'll it, it was. It was. I can't believe we named the last episode "Weapons of Mass Distraction" when right after we released it, that happened. It's good stuff. It's good I stuff. Was, keep keep bringing it on, world. We're we're ready for it. I was greatly entertained all yeah. week. Yeah. The so meme, the, you know what we got? We got a bunch of good memes out of it. We've we got did. great memes. And we also got a few other things. What did, what else did we get out of that, Mister Peabody? Oh, so entertaining uh, all week. Uh, I was so distracted that uh, totally forgot about gas prices. Yeah, I totally forgot about uh, what's going on in Ukraine. I was more focused on Will Smith's PR. There it is, and yeah. their damage control. When the real issue is going on in Ukraine with their damage control, but there it uh, is. I just totally. I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how it works. It's nice. All it's right. Just, you guys ready to give that? I'm tired of it. We'll put it to rest. We've heard it all fucking we'll week. put it to rest. All right. So Any let's more. talk about what actually really is happening in the world this week. So according to Bloomberg, Biden is weighing a plan to release a million barrels of oil a day from the strategic reserve. Now, really, what does that mean? What right? is a strategic reserve? I so think, strategic res- strategic reserve... Question. And, I, and I'll answer that. I'm sure you already know. Uh, most people already know. It is in case shit hits the fan. We can produce our own gas. And we, we set aside so many barrels, uh, you know, however many barrels. I don't know what the number is. Um, Trump did a good job at re- replacing that at, at record low costs during COVID when, when uh, the, the price of barrels was pretty much down to almost nothing. No, didn't it go right. negative? It, 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 yeah, it, it did. It did. Moment. It did. And at that point, they actually came out with a new law. Trump came out with a, a new law to try to keep everybody working. So they artificially raised the price of the barrels. Um, I think it ended. It already ended in uh, March or something like that of this last year. So now, and this was, and this was futures on oil, right? Because it was essentially, it was essentially um, assumptions. Uh, you know, an estimate of what they were going to use. Yeah, yeah, yes, correct. And uh, so what happens is, um, you you they don't they they weren't using very many oil, uh, barrels of oil during COVID because everyone nobody was driving, right? Nothing was happening. No flights. No no cruise ships going out. Running all the diesel non essentials weren't uh, filled. Yeah, so so they were gonna close. They were literally losing money at all of these uh, refineries. So they changed it. They upped the price of the barrel. At that point, this is like right after he filled their strategic reserve, obviously. They upped the price of a barrel just to keep um, people working, right? Because it's it's quantity over quality, right? Or quantity over whatever you may call it, right? It's not really quality. But um, if, you, if you're only producing, you know, 10,000 barrels in a, in a shop, and then all of a sudden nobody's buying those barrels you're losing out on money. So how about we cut back and now we're only producing 5,000 barrels and we're selling them for the price we were before or double the price before, which was, it was a great idea at the time. Right. And it already ended that program ended, I think in uh, March of this year, but it had a, it it was a weird little sunset to where it would drop off as production was needed. Mm. Right. So, um, and this will take us back. They they assumed that it was going to ramp up from, from the, the current usage. Yeah. So, so the way they wrote that plan was, okay, when we get back to normal, the prices will go back down to normal, but we artificially raised the price. That was a Trump policy. We artificially raised the price to keep everybody working, to keep, uh, these, uh, uh, oil refineries and all that stuff afloat. Mm -hmm. If not, they'd go bankrupt. Right. Sure. 
So, um, so and that semi, was after it went bailout? after the yield went negative on it. it. It was kind of a, it was kind of a, it's more like price fixing, right? right. It's more like okay, we're going to raise our rates to this today, um, which is technically illegal, but the government can do whatever they want apparently. Um, but it was it was it was it was with Saudi Arabia. It was with uh, all the other uh, countries that are producing oil. We we made a pact. Said okay until March of twenty two or something like that. Um, we'll do that. Oh yeah, we have a graphic, right? Pick one. Yeah, so pick one here. This is from EIA.gov, which is the uh, U.S. Energy Information Administration. Um, this actually shows barrel production of crude oil. We're not looking at the regular one, right? We're we're just talking crude oil here, which is eleven point one eight five million barrels a day. That is what we produce. And then if you look, uh, you can jump straight over to picture two. Uh, picture two, that shows our daily annual uh, consumption of millions of barrels from 1998 to 2020. All right. Now, if you notice, we're over 20 million barrels a day. In the, this is just the United States of consumption. This is from Statista.com. Um, so if we're only making 11.1 million barrels a day, we're using, you know, 20 million barrels a day. He plans on releasing 1 million barrels a day. What is that really going to do, right? Um, we're still short 9, 9 million barrels a day. So where do we get that from? Usually, you know, I think 3% would come from Russia, would come from Saudi Arabia, from um, other countries. Now they're back on the table talking about going back to Venezuela, asking for oil, um, all this kind of stuff. Um, go, go on to um, pick three. Because that has a more updated uh, consumption of oil for 2021. If you look at uh, picture three, let me pull that up here. That is. All right. So in 2021, the United States consumed an average of 19.78 million barrels of petroleum per, per day. Right. So now take that with, okay, we're producing 11,000 or 11 million. And it, it hasn't changed. So from Obama era periods, we were producing eight to nine a day, eight to 9 million. Trump came into office 2016, 2017. He was an oil friendly president. Um, people started, you know, drilling oil production went up through the roof, right? We're up to 11, 12 at, at some points we were up to 16 million barrels a day. We're almost energy independent for crude oil. I'm not talking about natural gas. That's a totally fracking and natural gas, totally different story. We're not even going to get into that today. So we were still four, we were still 4 million barrels short we were still four million barrels at, at short the, at the height of at the quote, height quote, of energy independence. Yeah, and if you look at that, there's a graph on that. Actually, there's a government website. I forget the name of it. I'll have to look it up later. Um, you the information can see, will be in the comments. Yeah, you could see that uh, through Obama, eight to nine through through Bush, then Obama, eight to nine million uh, barrels a day. Uh, Trump, eleven to twelve million barrels a day, it steadily rose. Well, started off at like ten in 2016, and steadily rose to twelve million barrels a day. Um, with some days being 16, it was, it was a lot, right? And then through um, policies of Biden, the policies he came into office with are, are pretty scary for an oil company, right? Why are you going to drill if there's no money in it? Why are you going to well, drill he, if... He did something like on the first day. Well, he shut down the uh, Keystone oh. Pipeline, which was, which was bringing crude oil from Canada down to the Gulf of Mexico. The right. same amount of oil still getting traveled down. It's just getting traveled down on trains and truckers, trucks now, which is actually costing more energy to get down there than just a pipeline. You know, the environmentalists will hate it, but... No, we have wind-powered wind locomotives. Yeah. 
I wish I we mean, did. And they can pull into stations and plug into charging yeah. stations that are... I wish oh, we did. That's, that's, that's that'd be kind of neat, right? Because then we would need some batteries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need a lot of batteries for, for all that charging. As well. So as oil consumption goes, we'll get into the batteries right now. As oil consumption goes, the million barrels a day, they, they plan on releasing it for, I think, 180 days if needed, which is 180 million barrels from our strategic reserve, which was actually a, a, sp- a spot where we keep our oil just in case shit. Okay, so a different way of looking at this is... We don't produce enough ourselves. Correct. To maintain our current amount of, of consumption. Correct. So we have to go elsewhere for X amount. Yes. Really what we're doing by releasing a million barrels a day from our strategic reserve is reducing the amount that we rely on other countries, well, but only by a sixth. I don't know the exact numbers of what we have in our, our, our reserves, but say he releases all 180 million barrels. Now, are they replenishing that with barrels made here in the United States on a daily basis? Because if so, then that just cancels itself out, and that's pointless. Or are it's they replenishing just him it at all? Playing, placating to his base, saying, look, I'm being environmentally friendly. I'm trying to lower the gas prices for you guys because um, they know they're in, in deep shit with this gas price thing. And a lot of people will say, oh, the president's not in, in charge of gas prices. Well, there's a lot of speculation in the price of a barrel of gas. There really is. Policies um, have consequences. Policies have consequences, right? Um, if we had kept that upward trajectory from 2016 till now, we would probably be producing enough to s- sustain ourselves because we would be drilling more. Those 9,000 land leases that they talked at, Jen Pisaki talked about, why aren't they drilling? Well, because you haven't given them the permits. Pisaki um, is one of the first of many rats to jump off of that sinking ship by yeah. the way yeah a little sidebar there uh, she's going i don't to, know if uh, she jumped off yet did she msnbc did she yeah, yeah. she's gonna be a commentator they always go into commentating after that yeah. but um so if they want to say oh it's not it's not uh, it's not the president's fault there's nine thousand new leases you know you still need permits to drill right they still haven't released the permits all nine thousand new leases were signed under the last administration yes um, and they're dragging their feet on, they the, on, also, on releasing the permits, right? Correct. And yeah. they also did some shady shit down in the Gulf of Mexico for offshore drilling recently, and they knew they weren't going to get approved because they didn't do the report on environmental damage. Whatever. They did that on purpose, so the judge would strike it down and say, hey, you guys didn't do it correctly. You're not going to be able to get these new leases in the Gulf of Mexico for offshore drilling, which we need the oil. You want to make good batteries? You want to make good wind, wind uh, windmills, solar panels? Guess what you need? You need fuel. Yeah. You need energy. So, I mean, and even even if you start talking about, um, even if you start talking about batteries, <laughs> even if you start talking about batteries, when it, um, in comparison of 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 you know, um, gasoline engines, right? They always have the comparison and contrast between something like a Tesla and you know a gas gasoline vehicle, right? But I never hear the argument of the amount of the carbon footprint that the vehicle that it took to produce the vehicle in the first place. I only hear about the carbon footprint that it's producing in its day to day usage with the end consumer, right? Correct. I mean, we Correct. if you really want to start getting into, well, we get our our lithium and cobalt from where? Uh, uh, China. Other places than here. We get them from China. Oh, right. Middle East. Okay. Um, so just the logistics involved so with getting all of that stuff over here. It's got to go on a container. All right, Travis. Ship. Listen. That's not us doing it. They're going to do it. We might as well use it. And we're being, we're being clean, right? We're clean. We're clean. Sacrificing 
our own <laughs> potential ability to innovate and create no, and you, survive. You, ever, even. You, you just put, put your hands up like this and you just you don't pay attention to what's going on over there. You just look at, oh, we're doing good over here. That's all you got to do. But it's like, right? it's just a garbage argument when politicians stand up and tell, you know, people that are getting actively poorer <laughs> to buy some car because it's a potential virtue signal. Correct. It's like honestly, a $60,000 car that's going to cost $20,000 every 10 years to replace the batteries. Yeah. Tell them to do that. That's, that's, that's great. Save 80 bucks in gas. But where do those batteries come from? How, mu- how much energy is... I think we got a picture of uh, how much energy is used uh, we, on that. We do uh, yeah. p- pick four. Pick four for batteries here. So this is something from uh, Wall Street Silver. This is uh, uh, one of the uh, really awesome entities that I follow on uh, the interwebs here. But anyway, uh, can you read that, David? Actually, I can't see that. Yeah, it says, To manufacture each EV auto battery, you must process 25,000 pounds of brine for lithium. In this case, salt, right? Brine. Uh, 30,000 pounds of, what is that? Ore. Of ore for cobalt, 5,000 pounds of ore for the nickel, and 25,000 pounds of ore for copper. All told, you dig up 500,000 pounds of the Earth's crust for one battery. Now, is a, that, that I will agree that's a little misleading because the 25,000 pounds of ore for copper, um, it gets placed back after it's done right they, they take the copper out and they place it back in there and stuff like that so you're not really digging up you dig up five hundred thousand pounds but you have to put it back now the problem is the energy used to dig up that five hundred thousand pounds of earth's crust that ain't battery powered it's not solar that's not solar powered that's not Those wind power diesel engines that burn a lot yeah and since fuel. it's since it's in mostly in different countries they are going to have much less restrictions than we have here on emissions on emissions and EPA and, doesn't yeah. even exist in yeah. you know China we've been lowering our emissions in the United States for years decades now like massively lowering it and in you know it's not going to EVs are not going to lower the emissions right solar wind's not going to lower the emissions cuz when they're not there and they're not working what do we fall back on natural gas right or i mean like people still in China still cook like at least two or three meals a day on charcoal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it's like, yeah, as know. long as, as long as we put our hand up, we don't look over there. We're, we're virtuous over here. Don't, don't but you worry. We're virtuous. Right. Why anyone would choose virtue at, at your inability to, to potentially provide for your family. I mean, we're going to start talking about, you know, f- food shortages here in a little bit. We had a we had a uh, a statement about that that we'll get into a little bit later. But like, yep. if these things are going to actually start happening, and we are seeing shortages of gas just for the trucking companies, that directly equates to less food inside of the grocery stores, which Absolutely. means less food for your family. Absolutely. And then how how is uh, how our farms ran ran with big Red diesel dye. tractors. Red dye right. diesel, it's a different price. You know? It comes out at a different place that you yep. have to get, you know, and specific that's, that's, for your that's oil usage, right? So if they want to play stupid games to try to say, we're releasing this huge amount of oil every day, you people need to see, okay, they're not releasing enough. What we need to do is we need to start drilling now. We need to, those permits need to be pushed through. Those 9,000 land leases that are that have been approved under the last administration that are still approved, they need the permits now. They need to start drilling now. They need to know that the country has their back because we need to keep moving forward. Now, is it going to pollute a little bit more? I don't. I don't know. Uh, it might. 
but we're not going to get to zero emission outcome without at least using energy that we have on hand right now. But doesn't even matter if the rest of the world isn't going to play the game, right? Like the West, Europe, fucking. Well, they play the game, and look what happened. Look what happened in Germany, right? I mean, they played the game. Let's go. They closed all their nuclear plants. They went all solar and whatever, and now they're beholden to Russia for gas. And we all know how that's playing out. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. But if if major you know powerhouses like China and India, for example, are not doing any of that shit. No, they don't do it. They're going to continue to not only crank out the same emissions and the same pollutants, but actually manufacture shit that's going to make their country better with their their exportability and goods and services, right? Like, we're sacrificing our ability to do that. Yeah. So we can, like, pound our chest and say, you know, how awesome we are, like, doing our part to save correct the and get your personalized plate on your tesla and you, you you did your job you did your thing you're you're one of the good ones we get it i don't you know i i get that part of it it's 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 ridiculous it is ridiculous that i don't think people understand this the severity of not producing energy we haven't had a bad time yet right we haven't had that time where there was a fuel shortage since what the 70s right um, the oil embargo in the seventies. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, if it comes again, it comes again. You can't re- release the tr- strategic reserve because if a war comes, if war happens tomorrow, and we don't have any gas from our strategic reserve that because he, he was taking all the barrels of gas out of there, what do we do? Yeah, but there you can't right? really directly. We rely on another country for that. Yeah, and the regimes that we're relying on are more and more atrocious. Yeah, we. we it, it seems to be that a lot of oil. Um, Oil countries are dictatorships, what you know, I? for a reason, right? Because the West is going, we're going clean, right? We can produce oil. We have more, we're sitting on more oil and natural gas in this country than anywhere in the world. We're right not now. going clean. The politicians you know? that are, you know, running around telling everybody to, you know, stop eating meat and to stop you know, owning gasoline vehicles are flying their private jets to and from these fucking meetings in Davos and these meetings in Dubai. Yep. And burning, you know, mega fuel. It's like... And, you know, their answer is, well, somebody else is doing it too. You know, that's that's always been their answer is, oh, well, I had to get here and it, somebody was going to do it, whether it was me or somebody else. You know, that was always like their excuse. That's like You know, that's John Kerry's excuse most of the time, right? That, that, that guy's a screwball. All right. I'm tired of this oil crap. It, it's It's not getting better. This administration doesn't know what they're doing. I, they, was in, they I was in Menlo Park on Friday, and it was $7.35 for premium. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. It was like six sixty for 87 Mr. Peabody was driving up in uh, Palo Alto the other day. You got a story there for oh, us yeah. on that? To give him a, uh, I saw a couple at uh, no, it was, uh, Redwood City in front of a gas station. Uh, and this lone couple holding up a sign. Uh, one sign saying, gas price is too high. Question mark, and the other person was holding vote Republican, uh-huh. and I kind of want to give them a shout out for that. Uh, and they're yeah. by themselves, you know, doing a little protest. Were they on, like on, on um, the street? Were they like trying to get people registered? Or I, I'm not sure. I, I remember I that, wasn't by, that I, wasn't came that back, I, and then they were gone. Wasn't was that idea thing. floated? That like, they tried getting people registered at uh, gas stations. That might have just been a joke, 2019 like, or something like that. Oh, okay, that's what a, a bunch of uh, news newspapers came out with. I think that was right before the election. They were going to gas stations with the gas prices low saying, Hey, vote Republican, vote Republican. Interesting. I don't know if it was that big of a story, but obviously the uh, mainstream picked up on maybe 
one or two small stories and they made it a big story. Like, look at what they're doing. This is wrong. They shouldn't be able to do this. When it was small potatoes, right? Yeah, small I don't potatoes. know. I mean, it's too much of a blanket statement to be saying anyway, right? I mean, like just because you're going to vote for a Republican doesn't necessarily mean the gas prices are going to go correct. Down. I mean, correct. You've got to have you've got to have someone in there that has a little bit of logic with uh, the way the oil companies work, um, and they don't always vote the way that you think. Uh, we just had a vote on insulin to cap insulin. Like yeah. all the Republicans voted against it. We also just had a vote on um, uh, in the House for uh, medical marijuana. Right? Uh, yeah. Decriminalization of medical marijuana. Uh, majority of Republicans voted against it. Yeah, you had some right. cross the line. And then you're not going to get the 60-40 split in the House for that, right? It's not. We're going to go into that next. So, um, all right. Let's, you want ready to jump on the next one? Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, that was basically it. It's already been voted yeah, yeah. on once. Uh, so the, the House approved a bill legalizing uh, marijuana. Um, what needs to happen for it to be fully legalized? Where federally? does it go from there? Yeah, federally, where does it go from there? It's not going to happen. We already step, know the that. The first but. step is to change the scheduling. That's the very first step. It's still, um, uh, cannabis is still considered a Schedule Four narcotic with uh, all the, the worst ones up there, heroin, et cetera, right? So if you drop it down to a Schedule whatever the lowest one is, um, I might have it backwards. It's either Schedule Four or Schedule One. I for, I forget what it is, but it's like it's up there with the gnarly hardcore drugs, right? When caffeine, yeah, because they considered it a psychedelic and, f- years ago, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it depends on how far you go back in the propaganda. You had your um, you had your reefer madness um push, which actually had a little bit more to do with hemp than it did with with cannabis. But yeah, I mean, that's the first thing because if you reduce the the um level of 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 harshity or severity that it is, you can actually start doing um, studies on it. It's actually barred from any clinical studies and government funded studies uh, being and the schedule that it is. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking right? about. So yeah. I think that's the first step. Um, yep. You know, normal. Um, I was a big follower of normal in my teenage years. That was one of some of my first magazines that I started reading about about you know like weed and stuff. And um, they had a pretty detailed you know plan as far as how to go about, you know, um, decriminalizing it and, um, not only for medicinal, but for recreational use federally. And, um, that would definitely be the, I'm going to snore over here. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but, uh, you know, that would definitely be the first step. And then, and then honestly, it's just like realize the ability to tax, right? I mean, you're the government, you love to tax people, you get tax revenue out of anybody everywhere. You can possibly do that. Like, what are we missing here? The state of California, state of Colorado, among any uh, many others, have realized a huge tax revenue that they've been missing out on. Yeah. Plus the ability to kind of regulate it and control it. I mean, Oregon, for example, uh, is state-run liquor, right? So the OLCC, the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, you cannot buy hard liquor from a place that is not a state-run uh, liquor store in this in the state of Oregon. And they took over the entire medical marijuana. So wait, you can't go into a Safeway and buy? Are you sure? Yes. Shout out to my brother and um, late night road trips out to um, Cave Junction to hit the last liquor store that was open an hour later than everyone else. Um, <laughs> we would schmob out there and and get some fucking drunk. some bottles. You're a drunk. Hey, you know schmob. that was bef- that was before we uh, that was before we started getting down. But yeah, so you cannot get hard alcohol. You can get wine and 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 beer, right? Spirits. Yep. But you cannot get anything hard unless it comes from a, a an approved state government vendor basically they did the same thing with the weed up there 
right? So in order to get uh, a license to open a dispensary up there, you have to go through the OLCC. Well, here in California, it's, it's much more lax than that, right? It's it, all it depends, recreational It depends on how use. it's going to be you set up, right? Go to the store, pick it up, and be on your merry way, right? Well, but the states have the ability to change the uh, the intricacies. They can they can they control the nuance, right? Um, there, I forget it was either Illinois or Minnesota. It might have been Illinois. Um, they actually voted down to legalize weed because of the specifics of the bill that was involved. And actually, Nick Lachey from NSYNC, I think so, was like a lead <laughs> investor in this, right? And he had like twenty million ready to invest in this kind of stuff. And they figured out who his business partners were. And essentially it did not pass because it seemed shady to Illinois residents. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the nuances of these things will and should be controlled by the state because of state rights over federal. Yeah. But all federal needs to do is just decriminalize it and get, get, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Let each state do their thing. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm, I'm a big believer in uh, federalism. I think uh, each state needs to be allowed to do its own thing. I think the Fed needs to be much smaller than it is. Um, obviously, with this bill, I, it's not going to pass the Senate. You're not going to get the 60 vote majority in the Senate because it's got to be a filibuster proof uh, majority for, uh, for this bill. Um, but yeah, this 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 definitely states should should do their thing. If you don't like it, you know that's that's the beauty of America, right? We were talking about this earlier uh, before we were on on the show, if you don't like something going on in your state, you do have the ability to move. I know it's much harder to do than it is to say, but you do, right? If I, if I like the way things are going in Florida, um, as compared to California, I have that right, which is, you know, I'd love to, but it's, it's just not going to happen. It's not in the cards for me right now. What's, um, ke- what's keeping you here? Family. Yeah. That's the answer. Family. Everyone gives you know, it's, 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 it's really family. I was raised here. Um, families keep me here. Um, you know, as as we get older, maybe retirement happens. You know what I mean? We'll we'll go to the same place as everybody else. But f- states need to be able to run their way. Like if if Montana doesn't want to legalize it, but California does, by all means, Fed should step out of the way. There should not be a federal law for marijuana. That's that's my true belief. There's no you know, that's how uh, alcohol. There's no there's not much of a difference, right? And uh, well, I also think that like um. Um, yeah, alcohol is more um, alcohol is more addicting. Yeah, you know, alcohol is also more more socially acceptable, but because it was engineered to be that way. Yeah, I think if it was left up to like you know the free market or society, I think we would be much more popular than alcohol, just because of the uh, inebriation qualities that you know uh, loss of uh, your equilibrium. Um, you know, much easier to get overly drunk than it is overly high. Yeah, right? I mean, you're just gonna eat. You know, you're going to not spend money on, on, uh, on takeout, but yeah. you're going to, uh, you know, raid your fridge and pass out on your couch. You're not going to hurt anybody. Right. But, um, no, I think it, I think it also needs to have a, um, a, a look at how popular it is. Right. Like it's, it's called, um, it's called like common use. This happens in firearms all the time, right? With, with suppressors, for example. Yeah. If they can if they can prove that it's common use item and, and a majority of Americans own it, then it, it becomes a precedence for people to kind of say, hey, this is pretty common and popular amongst the country. We should look at, you know, changing the laws or whatever. I'm pretty sure more than 25 states already have some version of either medical or recreational weed, right? So it... it there, there is a case to be made. For, yeah, and it shouldn't uh, be up health. to the federal federal government to stop them from doing that. The federal right? government is telling forty be. states out of fifty 
that they're still breaking the law and that people in your state can still go to, you know, f- get, uh, get in trouble federally. Yeah. And at that point you have to say, you know what, this is, this is kind of bullshit. Right. Uh, speaking of laws, we do have, um, another, uh, graphic here, pick five. We were going to talk about, um, California laws a little bit, but we were, uh, we kind of wanted to link this in with a, a few things that we saw on, on the internet this week. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but, this is as of last week, we saw um, 10 bills that the state was going to vote on. Uh, one of them, AB 1993, there on the bottom, uh, talks about essentially requiring, let me get in here, requiring proof of COVID-19 for all employees and independent contractors within the state. So this is something that they actually decided not to vote on. Uh, last minute, they pulled it from you know uh, the docket or or whatever to be able to actually be voted on. Um, they state case numbers uh, going down and um, you know whatever measurement that they're using to you know monitor COVID at this point um, have gotten to a point where they don't necessarily think that they need AB nineteen ninety three. So they they they, stru- they struck it from um, what they're voting on. But there were nine other. COVID-related bills. Um, the graphics up here, I can't actually read it from where I'm at, but you guys can pause it and go through this kind of stuff. We have verified that these are actual bills. The state of California is putting up for a vote in the next two weeks. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people are just telling me, you know, COVID's gone. We've got war. We've got Will Smith. You want me to the, read it for you? The smack around the world. I can probably read them. Eh, I don't really know if it's worth going into, but, like, the, my point in they're worth looking up doing some research on yourself if you if you you know if you're interested in it if you live in California and you don't want this kind of shit to be uh, you know uh, imposed upon your kids and your family yeah look into this this is the kind of stuff that's going to affect you a lot more than Bo Jiden talking about you know the the state of the union address or whatever like this is stuff that's going to affect you if you're in the state right so look it up it has to do with 12 year olds and a couple of other things all semi-related to COVID um yeah, so, you know, the people that think that this, this is going away or we're not going to have to deal with this shit anymore, uh, it's being written into law as we speak. So um, we kind of jumped the gun on that, actually. We wanted to talk about uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, Shang, the Shanghai lockdowns. Yeah, so uh, according to uh, Reuters, Shanghai is expanding its COVID, 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 COVID lockdowns. COVID. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want anymore. It's, you know, but... What does that really mean? Um, it's I guess it's due to um, some over uh, over a certain number of Omicron um, infections, right? What does that mean for our supply chains? Um, Shanghai's big. Is right? that where we're it's, still on? By the way, are we still on Omicron or are we on Omicron? Yeah, still on Omicron. I think they've talked about a couple other variants or something like that. Nothing's really taken. It was Omicron was so so uh, virulent or not virulent. Um, Transmissible, yeah. transmissible. So we've been on that for you know since since right before Christmas. Every everybody we knew you know got it. I didn't. I don't know why. I don't know how. The winter of death. I went around looking door handles and it still didn't happen. <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's people that want it don't get it, right? I went into the closest Kaiser and I was just licking door handles and it's it's kissing old folks that had it. You know what I mean? It just didn't happen. It's for all me. that mask. It's not written in the cards for me. It's all that mask right. wearing. You're, you're, you're <laughs> I saw, it. dude. I saw a study the other day though that there are actually there's 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 some people that um that are they're finding that uh, there's a big population of people that are actually already immune to it. Um, 
it was on it was a left wing source too. I, I don't remember which one it is. I, I what do really you mean, like, wish I wish like people so have transmitted it and they didn't. Th- know there's it? people that haven't gotten COVID. Well, why haven't they gotten COVID yet? Right? Is there was there another cold somewhere in your life that may have supported uh, the immunity through T cell and B cell immunities um, to this particular virus? Right. So I may get a cold one year that you'd never get. Yeah. Right. And sure. they're, they're starting to actually do some research into that. And they're, they might be using some of that, that technology in creating future vaccines, future blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. But there, it, it was very weird that there's been like I've been in positions where I should have had it. Totally. hundred times over. Yeah. hundred times over. Right. And did I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like sorry. in hospitals inside of an elevator with a known COVID patient. Yes. Right at the very beginning of this with the alpha variant. Right. And did right in front of me, lady coughing up, you know, coughing her brains out right in front of me, rolled right by me. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that one at a, at a Kaiser facility. I had a similar experience about a year ago. The guys pushing her had to, you know, the full suits on the bunny suits, full, full masks. And I'm standing there with my backpack full of tools. Like, What's going on? But you, you had know? your, you had like your, you ma- gotta, you gotta leave. You gotta leave. You had your mask on. You're fine. No, this was before masks. This was <laughs> when uh, Fauci told us not to wear masks. They weren't needed. Right. That was, you know, his little lie of the day, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. it's but, been, it's been a wild ride. I don't think it's going away. So, so with this Shanghai stuff though. So, I mean, obviously we're talking about China. I mean, they are like really gnarly on their, you know, policies and, and, uh, lockdowns. they're really strict on their lockdowns. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously this is going to have some Im- implications on the, uh, you know, more stressed, uh, supply chain, uh, than it already is. But I saw actually a little blip the other day that was very dystopian to me. Um, I read through the comments and everyone was like, Oh, cool technology. But, it was a little robot. It was a miniature um, four-legged robot from Boston Dynamics. We've, you know, I've seen the videos before. They've been around for years. Boston Dynamics was going to try and do this um, four-legged animal for the military that they decided not to do. Anyway, it's a, it's a miniature, you know, it's the size of like Harley maybe. And it's got a giant speaker on it. And it's trotting around the streets screaming, you know, in whatever language to... Probably Mandarin. Uh, my assumption is Mandarin, but I'm not that privy on on Shanghai and the dialect and all that kind of stuff. Mandarin's the, like the majority Cantonese is uh, lower class usually. Oh, okay. Uh, Even in Shanghai specifically? It doesn't really matter. I I think Mandarin's the, uh, the more popular of the two. This thing is trotting through the streets, screaming at people to get inside. And it's just a robot. There's no cars anywhere. There's like just a lone person filming it. Right. And it's just like, I just don't like where this is going. Like people have been complying now for two years and, have we, are we over it yet? Or are they going to stop 15 days of slow the spread? Like, I don't know. I don't think compliance is necessarily working. Dude, that was a long 15 days. Holy still, shit. 700 and something going. days. Still going. Yeah, that was a long 15 days. That. So, you know, it's like compliance does not necessarily equal uh, freedom, guys. So maybe we should switch it up a little bit and figure figure out another solution. Yeah, I mean, and, and if this is, if this, this should take us right into our next segment. Um, You know, we don't. I, I don't know how much food we get from China. I haven't looked that up. I haven't done any research into that. I work for a living. I don't have that much time, right? But um, I'm sure we get plenty of food from China. I'm sure we get plenty of resources from there. Um, the ev- average everyday things we're buying at the grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, but food prices, next thing. All right, so this this will have to do with supply chain issues. It has a lot to do with supply chain issues. Now, is it from China? Is it from Russia? Is it from Ukraine? Is it from, you know, just not having enough people to work? Who knows, right? 
Um, this is according to NPR. Uh, food prices going up at levels not seen in decades. Now, I read the report. Um, doesn't it's just an NPR report? It's just blah blah blah. I, I I'm not joking. It's it's not it's not very State important, right? Yeah. It's just a it's just a hey telling you how much the food prices have gone up. Uh, I think we got a picture on that one right there. Picture six. So if you read the bottom of picture six, uh, I think it says something about four and a half percent, from four and a half percent to five and a half percent on there. Um, that's that's a big difference, right? When when you're when you're living on on a paycheck, when mo- like most Americans are, they're living, you know, and they're not at the poverty line; they may be right above it, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. And it says all food prices are now predicted to increase between four point five and five point five percent. The USDA's Economic Research Service explained in March report. Um, that's 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 kind of scary, right? Food's needed to survive. You can't survive without it. You can't survive without water, right? Uh, obviously, the price of water, I haven't paid attention. I don't know if they're going up, but the prices of food are going up. Uh, is that a supply chain crisis? Um, is that, you know, is that the, the, the war going on in uh, Russia, Ukraine? Um, you know, it's... I don't think it, it's it's the war part, right? I think that's just a, a scapegoat that the the Biden administration keeps using for oh the prices are going up here, the prices are going up here, the prices are going up here. Uh, oh, it's because Putin's Putin's price hike, right? That's that's what they've been Putin's calling price it. Hike. That's what they've called. They, they've it, called yeah. it. They've called it that for you know a month now, right? Yeah. Putin's price hike. I'm seeing people replace the "I did that" sticker with um, Putin's uh, body instead of Biden's body. That's 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 pretty stupid because it's not it's. You know, Putin did have a lot to do with the uh, us having to buy oil from somewhere else, which drove the price of oil up. But that didn't include the the dollar fifty it raised before Putin went into Russia. But that's or long, Ukraine. Sorry, Ukraine. that's the long game, though. And that's, actually, yeah. speaking of that again, I think I misspoke last time when we were talking about um, how much wheat both Russia and Ukraine produce. I might have said thirty um, percent of our. Wheat. I meant the. I meant the global wheat. Yeah. Globally, right? Yeah. Are, yeah. We we nations. create our own wheat here. For, yeah, a percentage. For the most part. For the most part, yeah. But But then when other countries are starving for wheat, guess what we do? We sell it to the highest bidder. I mean, there are are countries in the Middle East that 100% of their wheat comes from either Ukraine or Russia. Correct. So, I mean, those are the kind of individuals, I don't know what the population is of these countries, but, like, those are the kind of people that are going to be directly affected this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, um, a, it's the poorest in the world. Now, are we going to try and supplement that somehow by giving up some of our strategic grain reserves? I know, <laughs> you know, I know, I know China's been, like, really stocking up on grain and trying to get, like, you know, a lot of their essentials you can only stock up on it for so long before it rots yeah but i mean again same with same with the oil right like are we actively replacing this shit are we are i'm sure there's a there's a are we rotating our stock i'm sure there's a rotation for it right i would hope so oil uh oil in a barrel doesn't go bad like gas in a barrel does right it's not refined it's crude crude oil doesn't has a longer shelf life a much longer shelf life right i mean think about it yeah so it's it's exactly it's unrefined baby but it has been think about it. it's been in the sitting in the earth as it sits in a barrel for its entire life, yeah. right? Since the but it's inside dinosaurs, of a dinosaur. right? Yeah. It's inside yeah. of a dinosaur. It's the, the petroleum ground. from the dinosaur bodies. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I read somewhere actually that it's going to be upwards of $450 extra a month 
for families. That's correct. Like $5,400 $5, a, a year. Break that down to 12 months. Correct. I mean, $450 is no small chunk of change. Now, I, I, I don't know what if they added gas prices in there or was that just food prices? I, I thought it was just everyday goods and services uh, that normal people, you know, you'd use for like whether it's uh, grocery store bills, you know, stuff like that, paper towels, toilet paper, you know, stuff like that. It has been raising drastically, right? The price of meat's gone yeah. up drastically. Like uh, beef has gone up 16% or something like that. You know, it's 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 these kind of things that, you know, should we have been already prepping? Should we have been, you know, or should we now start prepping? Because I noticed that I, I, I you know, I've got my food supply, right? I, I did a long time ago. I'm not a tinfoil hat, you know, kind of person. I don't believe in conspiracies and stuff like that. But I do believe in natural disasters. And when one strikes, I'd like to be prepared, right? So I yeah. did, I've done my... I've done my homework on that. Doesn't always and have to be like an, an so apop- apocalyptic it, yeah, end of the world. But the price has doubled on preparing food now. Yeah, prepared well, food, right? It, it's it's gone up because the cost to make that those MREs or um, the dried uh, the freeze dried foods has right. changed, right? Because uh, supply chains. There's also new companies that are innovating in the space. Um, some of those companies are uh, the are are asking a premium because of the processes that they use have changed and gotten better so like mountain house for example um is does come at a premium because of the way they go about freeze drying their food um so you can still find some some deals out there but it's like shelf life is is a big thing for me shelf life yeah. because if i buy something something's gonna last three months then now i have to remember to rotate it into my normal food that my kids and my wife are consuming we're cooking right like if you can get something that has a super long shelf life like i think i did the 25 i did 25 year on now now you're talking about literally like kind of a set it and forget it Mm -hmm. type of a thing right but i mean you know as as bo jiden said literally it's going to get real i think that's a big a big disconnect for a lot of people. It hasn't gotten personal yet, right? Like not yet. Like you said before, a lot of a majority of Americans have not necessarily had to fret over where their children's next meal is going to come. Right. And and I get it. I know there's a lot of people out there struggling. Uh, When my mom was a, a single mom raising us three, I'm sure she stressed and, and was concerned about where the next meal was going to come. But there's a lot of like safety nets built into that kind of stuff that are starting to see the strain now right? Yeah. Like f- food banks, for example, right? We're seeing um, what they used to call bread lines back in the day, but we're seeing like lines from these, these food second harvest, um, you know, these food, uh, I forget, I'm drawing a blank on the goddamn name, but it's like, you know, these places people can go for a hot meal. Yeah. Second actually. harvest. There's a second harvest right off of, uh, Oh, so that's, right the, name. San that's the name. Of yeah. The, second harvest a, food, a something or another. Or yeah. Yeah. You want to call it, right? Yeah. Okay. So like th- these are starting to be strained. Like, if you're going to attempt to rely on any form of federal or local government for assistance when, heaven forbid, something actually does happen, you're going to be SOL and you're going to you're going to be in really bad situation, right? So I, I know there's like a negative stigma or whatever around prepping, and you automatically like that's so weird to me. What, what, wouldn't you want to be prepared? Have we had it so good for so long that people think you don't need it? Yes, that is so crazy. That's so strange to me. That's crazy. That is so crazy that people. That are preppers. Now, I'm not talking about the guy that buries a connex in his backyard and, you know, that, that kind of prepper. I'm talking about this, the basic necessities, food, water, yeah. shelter, right? That 
people will look at you as you're one of them. Oh, you're one of them. Well, you never know, right? It's a, it's a mindset for me. It's not necessarily about what you know, what you have, where or how much of it. It's yeah. just it's a mindset for me, right? Like something as simple as as going outside in flip flops. If I need to think about what I'm going to be doing when I go outside in my garage, for example, if I f- you know, throw some flip-flops on, I probably shouldn't be getting on a ladder or moving my motorcycle. I do that barefoot. I don't care. You know what I mean though? It's like you want some, some some version of protection (laughs) and you try and like plot out what you're going to need. It's like PPE, right? Gloves, glasses, ear protection, that kind of stuff. But like, not for this guy. I try to hurt myself every time I can. Yeah, Why well, not? Hopefully, hopefully you have some. See uh, what happens. Hopefully you have some food that you're sitting on that you can feed yourself and yep, hang yep. it up, right? As long as I got the water supply too, right? Well, so I mean, I, I did want to talk just a little bit about the the, the the prepping stuff here, and and again, like you can ask my wife. I've been uh, prepping for a long time now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Wrap it up. What are we sitting at? Fifty seven. Fifty seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. good, man. We're good. I like that hour. I like that hour. <laughs> just, just laid it down on me. Okay, um, so we have. Um, I just wanted to run over just real emotional on, damage <laughs> um, on the emotional um, damage. Yeah, I'm being. I'm. You can. You can see that I'm starting to be damaged yeah. a little bit emotionally. Right? No. Um. So I see it in your face. We just. <laughs> We had um, just the rules of three, okay? I've been talking about the rules of three for a long time, and actually the rules of three have kind of, like, morphed a little bit, so I just want to give the newest version of the rules of three real quick, okay? So you have three seconds with the wrong kind of attitude, and that goes back to mindset, right? You need to be in the mindset of, like, we're going to get through this. I'm prepared enough to be able to provide for my family, you know, once you start like kind of having to worry about not being prepared, then the stress levels come up. You don't get to focus on the task at hand, etc. So it's it's all about mindset. Three seconds in the wrong attitude could be detrimental. That could be that could be death. Uh, three minutes without air. Uh, obviously, if you don't get air in your body for three minutes, you die. Right. So uh, three hours without shelter. Now, shelter is can be as simple as just the clothes that you have on your back. Right. Like if I know it's snowing outside, I should probably grab grab my jacket. Right. Um, exposure to extreme uh, weather conditions, three hours, frostbite, you're, you're good, right? So uh, three days without water, uh, that one's a pretty well-known one, and three weeks without food. So I thought the water thing was a little less than three days. That's about three days. Is it three days? You start you start pulling some of the water out of like your muscles, and you start like getting. I know food; you can go quite a bit, quite a bit of time without actual sustenance food. But the water, the water's you know the most. These are on average. I mean, obviously, it depends on like who you are as a person, what you're used to, right? Like that. There's that whole thing where um, if you're hungry at the end of the night and you've already had dinner, you shouldn't Mm -hmm. eat because you're you're um, giving into that that instant gratification, instant satisfaction trigger in your brain. Yeah. And people actually like attempt to get themselves set up for not being able to eat three meals a day. And they do that. They like, um, they postpone that instant gratification trigger in your brain to like kind of set you up for that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the basics guys. I mean, you have your vehicle, you have your house and you have your person. Again, I talked about the clothes that you're wearing on your back. I think, uh, everyone should have a knife on them. I think everyone should have a way to see in the dark, a flashlight. I just use my sharp wit. Uh, you know, you're going to run into a piece of wood that you're not going to be able to <laughs> chop down with that. But, you know, that that's basic stuff. Obviously, your your keys, cars, uh, car keys, wallet, cell phone, all that stuff, right? Um, then you have your vehicle. I like to have a backpack with me, so I can actually take the backpack from my vehicle, 
into my house and that kind of covers a lot of the like medical stuff and all that crap that we're not getting into. Again, a lot of people cover this stuff. You know, it's crazy. Some of the people that may watch this, I, I don't know, think that you are one of those crazy preppers, nutbag yeah. prepper. Yeah. Yeah. Preppers. Yeah. That is insane to me that you're just saying this is basics. Look, we're not, we're not digging a hole in the backyard, putting a bomb shelter in. We're, we're making sure you have food. Yeah. You have water, you have medical supplies, you have the necessities that are needed just to survive, right? Just in case. Now, we're not talking about, you know, government takeover. We're not talking about, you know, COVID lockdowns. We're just talking about, could be a natural disaster, uh, flooding. Look what happened to Katrina. Anything, right? Look what yeah. happened in Katrina. And if you, you were prepared have... and you had a go bag, you, you, you might be in a better situation than you were. Um, but I don't know if people are actually here, especially here in California, other than the wildfire, people that have dealt with wildfires, right? And and to, I don't know if they're going to listen to that and say, okay, that sounds logical because they just don't care. They don't see that because they've never had to see it, right? So I, I think there's tears to it, right? Like you can get really into it. I, I find it very interesting. I like being outdoors. I like the field craft side of things. I like, you know, having tools. To, you said you like to feel things. Field craft, big shout out to field craft survival. <laughs> I love you, Mike Lover. Um, but, you know, like, if we were to put all that other BS aside, right? Everything in the vehicle, medical, all that kind of crap, because then there's training, et cetera. Just, just food and water, okay? People will, exactly what you said, people will, you know, look at me like I have lobsters crawling out of my nose when I tell them I have six months worth of freeze-dried food. That's so crazy. That will last for 25 years, and it's enough for my family of four. You know, I, when, I, when I went and bought my 25-year uh, shelf life food, I was like, am I crazy? Am I weird? I bought it, and I was like, no, it's 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 a peace of mind peace of that mind. I didn't have before, right? And it's uh, it I know we have it easy. We can go to Safeway, we can go to Walmart, we can go wherever we want and grab a steak. You can go grab this, but what if you can't? You know what I mean? What if we, you can't? Look, we got a very small taste of this right when COVID started. I was working in San Francisco. I was trying to find very specific items for my wife, for my mother-in-law, because they were baking, because everyone was stuck at home. They didn't know what the fuck to do. So everyone like started baking again. And there were certain things that were out no matter where I went, no matter what store I went to, certain things were done. So, you know, we got just a small taste of what that's like. And if it goes any further than that, I just, you know. All I can do is is kind of tell you what I'm doing. So yeah, I I agree. I think uh, if you haven't, if you think somebody that preps is um, kind of one of those nutbag right winger nutbags, I, I think you've got it wrong. I think uh, everybody should have something prepared just in case, especially if you have kids. You know, don't even think about yourself. Think about your kids at that point. Be prepared. You don't know. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Tomorrow is going to be different. Um, that's all I got on that subject. Uh, you want to finish off with the little... Do you little... guys remember doing that in the elementary? What's that? Oh, the earthquake prepping? Yeah, yeah. Duck under your desk. Grab your no, ankles no, and uh, kiss your ass goodbye. Run back- out to the... Well, everyone gets a backpack. And I didn't. Fill we it didn't up get with that. Dry food, canned food, just in case something happens at the school. No, we didn't get that. Yeah, no, okay. we didn't do that. So no, I mean, not, I mean, that was kind of like prepping at school. That's, that's what we did in the hey, elementary. Man. We used to teach children how to become proficient with firearms in, in 
public schools back in the 50s so we've yeah we've slid a long way from that but yeah just the basics food and water um if you're going to store water have a way to to uh, purify it right if that's a water filter i have a gray life straw right life, life straw are like the cheaper ways to go about it berkey i can always do my you know i got a 400 gallon koi pond in the backyard i don't i don't care about the koi as much as i do my own life so if i need to i'll life straw right out of that well i mean even, even, if it's something, even if it's something <laughs> and i'll eat like, some sushi bony sushi yeah, i don't go. care now you, now you get the food and the water right but just have a way to purify oh, you, it don't, you, don't you drink nasty the, uh, water you, don't you guys ever heard the joke but best way to cook carp which is koi koi is carp right best way to cook carp you preheat the oven to 320 you put it on a piece of cardboard stick it in the oven for about an hour Pull it out, throw the fish away, and eat the cardboard. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, you just might as well just go to the toilet and skip a couple oh, seconds. Didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, um, that's. I think we can finish this off with a stupid, funny meme that we always, you know, we always throw up memes on here for yeah, you we guys. Have, we have one more here. We have one more. It's a funny tax meme. Uh, picture number seven, right here. And we'll go ahead and read that off for you. It says, "Printing money doesn't cause inflation." For anybody that's listening on Spotify or anything like that. That's an NPC saying that, by the way. Yeah. A uh, non-playable character. Mm-hmm. And then there's a playable character saying, then why not end taxation and just print all the money the government needs? And then in- Does that not make sense for people that say that? And then NPC gets mad. You know, and then there's there's a lot of people that say, you know, inflation is inflation is good. Inflation is good. Well, maybe 2 to 3%. 3% is on the high end. 2%, eh, that's normal. That's going to happen. Right? There's nothing you can do about that. The government screwed up. Right. It's going to happen. Seven, eight percent at what we're at right now is beyond. Yeah, that's if you fixing. believe the numbers. That is beyond fixing, right? I think we're I think we're around like and, fourteen or fifteen percent. And that, you know, the answer to why don't they print more money to get rid of taxation is because it makes the dollar worth less. Well, the illusion disappears too. The illusion is correct. Correct. The People illusion of rarity, right? And it's the same as cryptocurrency. You know, um, cryptocurrency is they're more they're expensive because of the rarity. They're not expensive because they're Cause abundant. Because there's, there's a limited supply. There's a limited supply, and that's it, right? Once it's done, it's done. That's the supply, and then the, the price fluctuates according to its rarity, right? And that's the same with a dollar, whatever. Uh, we can get into that on another episode. We, Don't we care. Have, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of uh, material for what is a hard asset and what actually is yeah, intrinsic we, in value. We, we can We're, go hard on you guys for we've, taxes. We've been teasing that a little to. bit. Uh, people that know me know that I really enjoy um, precious metals and that kind of store of value. So I guess back to mindset, just to end this thing, back to mindset, we, you know, instead of, instead of measuring your wealth in dollars, start measuring your wealth in ounces. Maybe it's ounces in in a precious metal you have. Maybe it's ounces in weed <laughs> once it becomes Meth. legal. Maybe it's ounces of 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 water. Yeah. Maybe it's calories. Right. Could be. So, Could be. I don't know. That's that's my mindset. I'm trying to change some things that I'm doing in my personal life with my mindset. I'm also trying to change some things that I do with my diet and getting back into the exercise. That's and, good to hear. And I, I I enjoy that. You know, I've I've been doing a diet for a little bit. I love it. Working great for me. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because I don't like you guys that much. But right. vegan. Um, I'm not vegan. vegan. <laughs> I, I eat more meat than uh-huh. anybody here. Oh. <laughs> Man, meat. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a good way. Yeah. That's a good way. <laughs> to segue right there. But um, all right, you guys, uh, let's finish this off. Um, I'd like to say bye to everybody. Uh, thank you for watching. If you watched the whole thing, if you didn't, I'll screw you. You should watch thank the end you, of it. Thank you for our listeners. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easier. Like, subscribe, do all that stupid shit I always tell you to do. Um, do me a favor, stay healthy, um, get out, exercise, get off the couch. I'm going to tell you guys this every episode. I'm, I, I'm 
just going to keep trying to push this into your brain. Get off the couch. Get up. Exercise. Even if it's a 15-minute walk a day, do something different than you did yesterday. Eat something different than you did yesterday. Eat something healthier than you did yesterday. You'll feel better. Life will be better. I promise you that. I promise you that. From, you know, from firsthand knowledge, I promise you that. Um, Take care of your kids. Love your wife or husband or whatever they call the other situations. I don't know. Change has to start from within. So no, no one's going to get you off your ass and get do up it yourself. No one's going to exactly. Save you. you know, get up, do something different than you did yesterday. And I don't mean go rob a bank. You know, that's that's that's. I guess it's different than what you did yesterday. Right? You didn't rob a bank. Don't do that. Um, just get up, do something. Thank you guys for joining the show. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Um, hopefully something doesn't pop up tonight to be a distraction for next week because we'd like to be the first ones to talk about it, not the last ones to talk about it. So I'm really looking for these episodes to start writing themselves. So let's just, uh, keep it going with the world. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. And this has been another episode of the unrefined. Say bye to Mr. Peabody as well. Don't forget. Quite you. (laughs) Bye guys. Later guys.